Happy New Year, everybody. It is um, a new, fresh year, and we are back with you. We have spent the last few weeks kind of talking through um, what we wanted our vision for this year to look like. And, you know, we've set intentions with our vision boards um, for a successful year of change. We want to hit our goals. And we want to make sure because we are the type of people that, that really want to move forward and hit our goals. We want to make sure that what we are doing and the, as change is implemented, that we're doing it well. And so I'm currently reading a book by Benjamin Hardy. It's called Willpower Doesn't Work. And I think as we look at a new year, a lot of times we think about, you know, what we have planned and you think you're just going to have to push through with willpower. And um, there's a lot of science behind the process that says that willpower does not work. You, it has to be a more sustainable process than that. So over the next few episodes, we're going to kind of take you through um, just some different ways of thinking that will help you really knock those goals out and stick with the changes that, that you want to make so that you can see your goals realized. You know, I think there's so much shame that gets tied around the new year and uh -huh. because yeah. either either you're you're used to hitting or setting the same goals up for every year knowing that you didn't hit it last year and like well maybe this year right um, and there shouldn't be shame in that because what's interesting is like what's important to us you know we made those vision boards we reflected on our last year in the, in the previous episodes and like that is the process of really refining what you want in life so setting the same goal every year is actually persistence. So, you know, reframing that is, is a great first step. That is a really good point. Yeah. Just reframe it and know that like, it's great that you're setting the same goal every year because it means you're moving in a sustainable direction, not, you know, like a pinball bouncing all over the place, wanting different things, you know, where you want to go. Now, whether or not you're getting there as fast as you want or seeing progress is a different story. And so that's what we're going to talk about today because you know, it's that time of year and everybody's talking about the changes they want to make, like the tangible things they'd like to see happen. Um, but often, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's, it's a pretty big majority of, of our society in, you know, what a month or maybe two months by March, gyms will be empty and exercise equipment will either be dusty or being like put, you know, on for sale on online because these things that we get excited about in the very beginning uh, but aren't sustainable or aren't well planned or thought out or tied to a vision that's strong enough to carry us through hard changes um you know they just don't last they just they just mm -hmm. don't have enough payoff for us to keep eliminating things out of our life showing up for hard things without some sort of like immediate reward um, so yeah, willpower just doesn't work because according to psychological research, willpower is basically a muscle and it's just a finite resource that you have that depletes with the use of it. So it's actually, I like to call it decision fatigue because that totally resonates with me. Like when I wake up in the morning, if I don't already have some of my day planned out, now let me tell you, it goes against everything I believe in love to plan ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. I love, I love spontaneity. I love infinite possibility. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, it was the Enneotype, I think is the, uh, Topology. I'm sorry. That's the name of it. Ian Morgan Cronin. He was talking to a five, Amanda Lindsay Cook from Bethel. And she, he was asking her what gets her out of bed in the morning. And she said, infinite possibility. So like to a five, that is that. 
that is heaven for us to wake up and think that we could do anything we want and just create and dream up all kinds of things. So it really pains me to have to plan my day ahead. However, I also know that I have a very busy brain as a lot of us do because we're managing a lot of things. And when I wake up in the day, if I am, if I don't know what I'm going to wear or I don't know, you know, should I take a shower or not? Like if you just little silly insignificant things, figuring out what you want to have for breakfast, figuring out what you're going to have for lunch, deciding all these things. When I was a teacher, I'm pretty sure I depleted my entire uh, reserve of decision making by like 7:45 in the morning. Yeah, about yeah, I can see um, that. You know, because I wasn't just making decisions for me. It was for like 20 other kids. And you feel that. Like you get to lunch and you're like, I'm done. I'm done for this day. My brain's not working. I can't do anymore. So I think most people will resonate with that, that you only have so much ability to make decisions all day long before you just hit a really unhealthy place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, the, in this book, Willpower Doesn't Work that I'm reading, um, the, he, the author says that there's four reasons why people can't stick with their goals. Now we are not these people, right? We are going to stick with our goals. <laughs> we are on it this year. We put um, the same goals on our list every year. <laughs> that's right. And this year <laughs> they're happening. Um, but the four reasons, he says the first one is that you don't know what you want. And so you're internally conflicted. Like you haven't made that exact decision on what it is that you want. Um, and for me, creating that vision board did wonders because I know what I want, you know, it, mm-hmm. and once you know what you want, you can work backwards towards achieving it. And, and, well, and you don't, and you don't forget what you want because it's a visual representation right. that you're looking at every single day. Every time I open my phone, every time I open my computer, mm-hmm. there it is. Um, okay. The second reason would be you, um, your why or your desire for your goal isn't strong enough. <clears throat> Once again, We've had the same goals for years. Like our desire is really strong Um, and we just keep plugging along towards them. Okay. Number three is you aren't invested in yourself and your dreams. And I think this is a huge issue, especially for women, because often we put ourselves on the back burner behind our kids, behind, you know, making sure that, you know, there's just so many expectations on us that our house is perfect, that our, this is, you know, everything's just got to be done well. And we're spinning so many plates that it's hard to really dream or think of ourselves. So that's a really important one is just realizing that our, that we are important and our dreams are important and sticking with what we really, really want. Um, and then the last one is that your environment opposes the goal. And that is really the main point of this book. And we'll go into that in later episodes, but basically saying that in order for you to stick with something, you really need to shift a lot you know, the things in your environment that don't line up with what you want, it's time to start making shifts in those areas. So for instance, when we think about like food, okay, or really anything that we don't have good boundaries in, um, we can indulge every now and then. And the definition of indulging is to allow ourselves to enjoy the pleasure of something, which is a really great thing within reason, right? But overindulgence is the excessive, um, move in that, in that arena. Like we're, we're pleasuring way too much and it's, um, actually working against us. Um, and we have a really cool food chart that you can look at, like what you're craving, um, actually is very, um, it's dependent on what your body actually needs. So for somebody who craves chocolate, like I'm such a chocolate lover, I love, 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 
just to get a handful of chocolate in the evening and sit down and, you know, snack on it. Um, and what my body actually needs in that scenario based on these charts is magnesium. So, um, it would be wise for me probably to take an Epsom salt bath more often just to get that magnesium in my system. Um, and then like if you crave sugary foods, it may mean that your body needs, um, more chromium or carbon or phosphorus, um, or tryptophan or sulfur. And you can get those through eating like fresh fruits and, um, chicken and eggs, dairy, nuts, veggies. Um, so, you know, you can, based on what you're craving, if you're craving oily foods. You might want to go towards eating more dairy or um, leafy greens or nuts, and that will just help your body balance out so that you won't be inclined to overindulge on the things that really are fun in the short term, but do not get you toward to achieve your long-term goals. You know, I fully believe, I think so many diseases, I think so many um, emotional imbalances are that our bodies are depleted in some area and we're not aware of it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and so just knowing what your body is really needing, giving, and it's not saying don't get to the end of the day and go, Ooh, I'd love some chocolate. I'm going to go have an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> like start your morning yeah. with your magnesium supplement or a food, you know, some nuts and some seeds. And so when you get to the evening, you might be like, oh, I'd love a, like a little piece of chocolate instead right. of the whole bar. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about, yeah. Like your environment opposes the goal. You're, you know, if, if you've got an area of depletion, then you need to set your environment up to nourish and restore that so that you're not left, you know, with these overindulgent cravings. Well, and it's just that idea of like, in order to create order, Mm -hmm. Um, there has to be boundaries on the things that you do. Like, and this is another place where it's like, we have to create some really healthy boundaries. So take care of your body in advance, preventatively, give it what it needs ahead of time. So you're not stuck in a situation where you're miserable and wanting something. Um, and you feel like you can't have it, you know, oh, that's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, like you're eliminating everything that you can't have and you're just torturing yourself basically because we are built to crave joy. Yes. We just, we just are built to crave joy. We just go looking for it in all the wrong places sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we look over the needs that we really have and don't meet those. And so it's just this vicious cycle of going for things that don't truly fill us up. Um, and still, you know, feeling empty and not having the results you want because that joy is really connected to those results that you want in the long run. Um, and so there is a chemistry to joy. Of course, we're going to talk about, <laughs> we're going to pull out the science of it. There's a chemistry to joy, a literal chemistry in your body of neurotransmitters. And we have been studying this for a while, been playing around with this. Um, some of you may remember Elisa Allen from, I think it was episode five. We need to have her back on to talk about this because yeah, she, she has so much more insight to share. But there are three major, I think there are actually four major neurotransmitters, but the ones that we've been focusing on are serotonin, dopamine, and noradrenaline. And low dopamine is often um, related to addictive behaviors. And so, so dopamine is the neurotransmitter that um, is released whenever we experience rewards. So um, there have been, you know, experiments with dogs about ringing a bell to get a treat and that dopamine like wires in this behavior of every time you see this trigger it means this result and so we have kind of wired ourselves to 
be drawn to certain habits, to certain indulgences. And so using this chemistry of joy and this knowledge we have, you can actually dissolve that connection to the overindulgence or the addictive behavior um, in order to balance. You can balance the dopamine and the serotonin and the noradrenaline and you can begin to create healthy indulgence connections and pathways so that your body and brain is actually wired toward giving yourself, I took, for me, I just call it loving yourself better, giving yourself what it actually needs. I mean, when our kids come and they, and they're hungry and they want a chocolate cupcake, if they haven't had real food, like we're going to give them, we, you know, most moms aren't just going to only give their kids the treats they ask for. You're going to nourish them too. And so mothering ourselves is really important here, making sure that we're filling ourselves with the good things because we love ourselves and want the best for ourselves, not just because we should, or it's the right thing to do, the healthy you know, thing to do. That reminds me of the C.S. Lewis quote. Um, I believe it says, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. Mm-hmm. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. Uh, we're just too far easily pleased. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. true. We settle. For the moment. Yeah. For the momentary indulgence because we just don't know how good life can be. Right. You know, we've been working, I feel like I keep talking about working on our house. We've been working on our house and remodeling the house we bought this year. And there's so many days that we're just like, you want to watch Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes we will just be like, no, we've got to get this done because I have the vision of how I want it to look and I want to enjoy that. And I will, you know, give up the weekend of sitting on the couch, not a whole weekend, but like (laughs) I will give up the, you know, an evening of sitting on the couch watching Netflix and spend that two or three hours finishing some things and, and getting a reward from that. So sometimes, sometimes it looks like extra work at first, but you know, you're always very pleased with the outcome. And it's a lot better than going back to that shame cycle of, Oh, here I am still wanting the same things. Right. But, but not, getting, but settling for less. Yeah. 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 And, and when so, you're settling, that's the, like, that's what you're, if you're settling in any area, you're just, that creeps into all the other areas of your life, you know, like if there's places that you're not happy or you fulfilled, fulfilled, thank you. That's a better word. Just have empty Um, places. Yeah. And sometimes it's such a small tweak that we have to do in order to. Yeah. My pastor's wife was talking about all the years that she was in graduate school, how many years her family went with holes in their socks and she finally (laughs) bought them all new socks. And we'd have little areas of our life like that, that we do just leave kind of neglected yeah. and you don't think about, but then when you finally buy yourself all new socks, it's like, Oh, I feel so like luxurious. Right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So we have a roller bottle recipe and the goal here is that we want balanced serotonin, dopamine, and noradrenaline because the imbalance of these things can actually, um, like you can have no high noradrenaline but low serotonin and dopamine, and that equals anger and rage. So the goal is to have a good balance of all of them. And we're all built a little bit differently. Um, Everybody's balance is a little bit different. So your body knows what it needs when given the right fuel, nutrients, and, and your body is like clean and the cells are communicating and functioning the way that essential oils support. Um, then your body can figure out what that balance is supposed to be and can find it very easily. So this, uh, this roller bottle of essential oils helps to clean up receptors, to trigger the parts of the body that know what 
neurotransmitters are needed and to allow them to do their job better to find that balance because you want a balance of all of them for for joy for you know feelings of peace for feelings of fulfillment and we're going to go way deeper into this in the next three episodes um, basically serotonin is the neurotransmitter that makes you feel happiness and that uh, serotonin converts to melatonin to help you sleep better at night and so when that one's off you can have all kinds of problems um, dopamine is the neurotransmitter related to reward so often low dopamine equals addictive behaviors noradrenaline is the one that creates like energy and urgency if you have like i said high neuroadrenaline but low in the others then you just feel really anxious and angry about everything because you don't feel happy or rewarded about everything about anything so um and then too much of that one too much of noradrenaline can be also like causing insomnia and you know things like that so it's just imbalance all the way around but this rollerball recipe is made to really boost the serotonin because the serotonin is the one that it can be high no matter what combination we're going to break down the love high cube of emotion to tell you exactly which emotions are prevalent when these are out of balance in, in our next three episodes um but serotonin is the one that as long as it's high the emotion experienced well there really really isn't a negative choice they're all really good outcomes um but you don't want just high dopamine or just high noradrenaline. Those aren't very good out outcomes. So most of the oils in here are for it supporting and enhancing serotonin reception, production. Your body knows how to do all that. You don't have to figure that part out. We don't have to manipulate, um, you know, how much serotonin or anything like that. Your body knows that part. And then um, also I'll just go it through. So the bergamot, we're gonna use bergamot or bergamot. Um, clary sage, rosemary, and ylang ylang. Those are all for serotonin support. And then the bergamot and clary sage are also, and wild orange, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mention that one, um, are for dopamine support. And then black pepper is for the noradrenaline support. So what you're gonna do is take a 10 milliliter bottle of roller bottle, an empty roller bottle. Sorry, I'm like, this is a very simple process and I'm making it sound super complicated. <laughs> You need to make the roller. <laughs> need the roller. Um, so take a 10 milliliter empty roller bottle and you're going to put 10 drops of bergamot, six drops of clary sage, six drops of rosemary, four drops of ylang ylang, four wild orange, and four black pepper. Most of these oils in this blend are going to be geared toward the serotonin, also with the dopamine and the noradrenaline support. In the future episodes, we are going to break down specific emotions and what specifically, what specific neurotransmitter might be off so that you can tweak this and personalize it for your specific needs because we all have our own kind of chemistry that we have a pattern of that we are, is most prevalent in our life. Um, so we want them all balanced, but we usually have one typical prevalent pattern that we follow in our life and that's just a personal thing so we'll break that down in future episodes so you can tweak this to make it even better but if you use this roller bottle and i would say to put it on the bottoms of your feet's a great place back of your neck um that we are talking about neurotransmitters in the brain so back of neck's going to be good but any pulse point to get it in your bloodstream is going to work and i would suggest using this roller bottle all month long in january as you're working toward these goals and you're making better choices 
hopefully they're choices that are sustainable, but we're going to support them, enhance them even more by dissolving these pathways to indulgences and aligning our brains to more joy and fulfillment and sustainability in alignment with that vision that we have already set for our life. And, you know, a couple episodes we made the vision board. So um, just kind of like wiring in the drive and the navigation toward that. It's one more piece of the puzzle to actually get you where you want to go. Yes. Uh, Yeah. It's just another support. Absolutely. So yo, you want to talk about the survey? Well, we have created a survey and we have a huge favor um, to ask of our listeners, if you would not mind, Um, the survey we created will literally take you, you know, tops three minutes to fill out. It's really, you know, quick and easy, but we have a link on our website. It'll be on, or it's on our homepage of our website. And if you click that link, it will take you to a survey. And our purpose in this is just kind of to get some feedback so that we can make sure that we are um, you know, talking about topics that actually help you and um, are things that you really want to learn about. So if you wouldn't mind, please, please, please go. And we will have a little gift for you when you fill out the survey. We're going to send you that craving chart that we talked about earlier um, that kind of tells you what healthy indulgences to go towards when you're craving, say, chocolate, <laughs> um, what, you, what your body's really looking for and that, you know, that you can change out to make sure that your indulgences stay healthy. So and I'll um, add too, if you'll fill out, um, we have, we've had our clearing, nourishing and activating protocols as the, the free giveaway in the email for a while, but I'm going to change that out. And so if you would like to get a, an email with the love home chart of emotions that we're going to be talking about, so you can actually have a visual of what it is that we're saying I will also include a list of essential oils that support each of the neurotransmitters so that you can go back to this and kind of concoct your own blend with this, with this paper. Um, we'll give you that in email. If you are signed up for a newsletter, if you've already signed up for the newsletter and you've gotten those protocols that we did in the past, you're going to get this email automatically. This is only if you're listening and you haven't signed up for that. This is just the easiest way for us to get the resources to you guys when we talk about them. Um, so that you're not having to go click down links and look for it all the time. They're just going to pop in your email like once every two or three months, whenever we update it. Yeah. It's one less decision you have to make. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. And so also on, um, you know, if you want more information from us, you can go to valengen.com. That's where the survey will be on our homepage. Um, But we also have the 21 day prayer journal that you might want to check out if you're looking for breakthrough in a specific area of your life. If you want to kind of use the same um, oils and prompts that we used as we were working through a lot of um, the different, you know, things in our life. Uh, And you can just all that junk, (laughs) all the things, all the things that brought us here. And then um, we also have Jennifer and I both have um, social media. So you can find Jennifer on loving my gifts of the earth on Facebook and rooted in love on Instagram. And I am the essential joyologist on Facebook and Instagram. 